Today's episode of the In Living Culture Podcast on the Zumble Podcast Network is brought to you by Cards for the Culture, your place for trivia games. Check out our trivia game library. We have all types of games. We have Martin Trivia, Fresh Prince Trivia, Friday Trivia, Different World, Culturally Aqua Cards, a whole plethora of trivia games. So check out the website and make Cards for the Culture trivia games a part of your game night experience. You know the motto. Make it a game night. We are also brought to you by Zumble, your leading source for 90s news. If you want to read reviews on your favorite 90s movies, um, 90s music, 90s TV shows, and 90s style, go to HelloZumble.com and get your 90s fix. Now enjoy the show. Court, uh, niggas can hear the love, the little side talk, the side banter. <laughs> yeah, like the little, the little shit before the show. That's how, that's how it go. Um, nah, it's all good. I was supposed to be off tomorrow, but uh, I didn't get my um, my little, I didn't get my uh leave. Quit your job, dog. Yes, and I'm gonna live, live off of Zumble money. <laughs> Nigga, that's peanuts. <laughs> Nigga, that's what I'm talking about. I'm moving in with your ass. So you yeah, talking about? Get out there, and hustle. Make like Will Smith in um Pursuit of Happiness. Shit, he was trying to get them little generators off or whatever they was called. Them EKG. I don't know. What, I don't know what the fuck them was, but listen, he was living a life I'm not prepared for yet. Shit, man. But you all, you saw what happened at the end, though. Yeah, that lucky ass shit. Nigga, that wasn't lucky, nigga. That's perseverance, nigga. Talking about some lucky. That's hating. That's what happened. Well, when luck meets preparation or opportunity, whatever the saying is, I'm terrible with the sayings, but I be knowing them. I don't know. Um, it's, it's something about the way that that shit went off. It, it didn't. It didn't feel good. Like I like the man was sleeping in a in a um in a what is what was it the train bathroom? Yeah, bathroom? yeah, the subway. Yeah, my nigga, that's a whole different type of life. Hey, man. You got to do what you got to do to make it out here. I mean, what other options did he have? He really didn't have no options. He was trying to find a job. Yeah, plus wasn't he already like on his entrepreneurship beforehand? Like, yeah, I'm here, yeah. Into when his wife left him. Listen, first of all, how you leave and like don't take the kid with you? Yeah, like she was trash for that. Yo, she's like I'm out. But hey, that is a great segue. So. Um, I want to welcome y'all to the <laughs> Living Culture Podcast. I am Kevin Jr. I'm here with my man, Jason G. Y'all already know. I'm ready to rock and roll. Right. So um, so the reason why that was a great segue is because we're actually talking about TV parents, 90s TV parents today um, from different shows uh, throughout the decade. Uh, I'm sure Jason Jason's seen a few of them. I don't, I don't know. He was a big Martin person. I don't know how, how much he got into the other TV. We got to find out. I guess we are. So, <laughs> Oh, we about to find out what I know. I know a little something. I know a little something. All right. So I'm going to go. I got actually got a lot. I mean, not a lot, but 
I got uh, quite a few um, TV shows, and we we just gonna go through each one one uh, one by one. See how you uh, feel about the actual parents in there. I give a little um, intro to each of them in all case right. people out there ain't seen them. Hopefully, they have. Let's get to it. All right, so we're gonna start off pretty easy, right? So the first show, TV parents, we're talking about the Cosby Show. Cliff and Claire. But yeah, so, those who don't know, um, Cliff was a was a doctor, and Claire was a lawyer in the show. Yeah. They had uh, Denise, Rudy, Theo, and Denise. Vanessa, Vanessa, right, and Sandra. We can't forget Not about Sandra. Oh, yeah, she was grown. Uh, yeah, yeah. People, people be sleep. We do the Cosby Show trivia. How many kids they got? Four, five, three. Everybody say four, but it's five. I definitely would have been lost. Yeah. But for, for the Cosby show, I feel like this was, I feel like for the type of TV that Bill Cosby was making, he was trying to make the perfect family. I feel like yes. it wasn't like, in a lot of shows you see the conflict, you see people going through different situations, like money problems, which would never be a, well, which never seemed to be an issue for the Cosby's, you know, you got a doctor and a lawyer as your parents. It's right. You kind of said, so it was more like situational, um, situational drama in that show. Yeah. Um, you know, I, that's one thing I, I liked about the nineties, late eighties TV shows is how they tried and wanted to depict black people and black families in a certain light. And that's something that I can appreciate. Um, when you think about Cliff, like you say, he was a doctor. The wife was um, a lawyer. Outside of that, they they still had relatable qualities about them. Um, you know, I, 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 you look at Cliff and I mean, he was a cool dad. He still was cool. He was corny, but he was cool. And he had this accessibility about him as a dad. Even Claire, like they had accessibility. The kids could come talk to them but they couldn't get over on them because they were smart so that's something that i loved specifically this show was when you looked at when you looked at the show growing up you probably was thinking like man you know you didn't probably look at them as cool but now i look at it and i was like man they they, they was pretty cool they was a little corny but they were cool yeah i think I think that at the time I um I didn't I didn't really know how to feel about them. Um they, I mean it I didn't have that type of family life. Yeah. Uh, same. You know, single parent home, that type of mm-hmm. thing, just me, my mom's and my little sister. Yeah. And so you see it and I mean it didn't look bad to me, you know, like actually having that father figure. And it wasn't like I was sitting around at home like sad that my dad wasn't there. Like, you know, I yeah. really didn't bug me like that but it's just you see it and then you see like how the parents kind of play off each other they yep. fix yep. each other and when you talk about accessible that was one thing that i thought was really important when i was watching the show is that yeah even if cliff was at work like i remember episodes where cliff would be at work yeah. and then like rudy or something would be at his job and he would like yeah the you know, kind of deal with whatever situation she had going on. I think that was like a really important thing. I mean, think about it. When you was a kid and you and you would go to work with your mom, like that was like a cool thing to do. You be at your mom's job. You know, you're going to get unlimited food, unlimited snacks. 
and your your parents just seemed cooler when they were at work and for them that's probably how they feel or they wanted to depict it is yeah man rudy and them could go to his job and he was still he was cool and i like that i love that about that I, i mean i just love that about him specifically yeah i think well i didn't have that exact same experience because uh because of my mom's job, whatever she did. But I remember when I was young, when I was really young, they had take your child to work day. And so she would take me with her, but it was like a whole program. So it wasn't like I was just with her the whole day. It was, they walked right. around the plan and all this other kind of stuff because she worked at a, I ain't going to get to where my mom worked. Yeah, don't do, yeah. We don't but then you get, uh, then you got a little older and it got a little different because it changed from like take your child to work day to like take your daughter to work day. Yeah. <laughs> they just started leaving us out. I'm like, yeah, hey, what's going on? But let's not forget though, throughout the course of the show, Cliff became a stay at home dad. Okay. We can't, so- we can't forget that. We can't leave that out. My guy was a stay at home dad. Yeah. But I think he had like he his own from home. practice. Yeah. 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 And so what? And so. You know, with a lot of those shows, and the thing is, I didn't watch them at new because you know, and just yeah, so everybody right. knows, we know that the Cosby show started in the 80s, but it continued on to the 90s. But yeah, um, so when I'm watching it, it's just rerun, so I didn't see the show in succession. So it's like you would see him <laughs> some days and he would be in the hospital, yeah. yeah, and then you'd see him other days and he'll be going to that back room to the right and yeah, you know, be work, working out at his home office. So I didn't. I guess yeah. I kind of didn't catch up on what that was, but I mean, yeah, it always seemed good. And I, the thing is, and this is my, this is my, cause we feel like we're giving it a lot of praise. This is kind of what I'm taking back from it. It's okay. not realistic. Like Ooh, I, dude, I never I, saw Claire come in yeah. and just be like, yo, I'm tired. I ain't cooking shit. Like y'all niggas yeah. on your own. Like Cliff was really patient, like to the point where he it's was like overly it, patient. Yeah. Overly patient. You know what? Damn, and all honestly, them damn kids. I was on the fence about that. I'm. Uh, it's crazy that you say that because I was actually on the fence of actually saying it was unrealistic. But then do you want to paint like why does it as a black family, does it have to seem unrealistic? So I was kind of fighting with myself with that. But just understanding myself or just looking at my parents and or my mom and my grandma and how, how hard they worked when they come home like they wasn't it wasn't shits and giggles it was get your ass in there and clean up take the ki- the, the, the chicken out and y'all throw it in the microwave or whatever you know what i'm saying like that's the, the like that's more realistic than anything than than, than what they depict and it was it, it really hardly ever seemed like it was conflict or struggle and growing up as i'm just saying like our families and 90% of black people there's some kind of struggle going on and i don't necessarily mean struggle as in poor but struggle as in like you said i'm tired i had a long day i don't feel like being bothered y'all acting up at school i'm gonna whoop that ass you know that type of struggle but not i don't i'm not meaning financial or drugs or something or anything like that yeah and even when you think about when you think about families where money's not the issue yeah usually time is so like if you're at a spot where you're making that type of money it's usually like you're taking your work home with you so you don't have that time to spend quality time with the family and stuff like that and so they just kind of 
they lived in this ideal world, like where the only conflict was like between the kids, like the right. parents was good. And if the kids was having issues, like the parents was always available to come in and, you know, yeah. kind of referee that without ever being nobody ever got whoopings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. And, you know, that even, you know, like, but you could tell they loved each other. They loved the kids. I know it was some episodes where, Cliff would go to the store and she'll send him back and it was no fuss. You know, he'll just make one of them little goofy faces and he gonna get little and go back to the store or, you know, whether it's raining or whatever, he was out there. And I, I mean, I think that that's cool, but I don't know how realistic that is. I was like, I ain't going back to the store. You, you should have went. Y'all know not to send a man to the store because you know, he gonna come back with the wrong stuff. Come on now. I don't exactly. care if you give me a list. I'm still <laughs> I'm still squinting. I'm looking for the cheese. Nah, that ain't it, but I'm going to grab that. That'll do. Now she got attitude, and I ain't going back. Yeah, and they send you to the store for some ranch. You come back with some cucumber-flavored ranch. They be mad at you. you like, Man. bitch, it was on sale. What you want me to do? Yeah, for real, for real. So, yeah, that's that's that stat on that. Yeah, let's move on to the next one. Um, Family Matters. Oh, family matters. Family. You wasn't a fan. Let me get it. Let me get it. So, uh, no, I, I was a fan. I was a fan. Yeah. But yeah, family matters. Uh, you had Carl Winslow, Carl, Carl and Harriet Winslow, I believe. Um, they had two kids, and I think at some point the grandmama and then the sister and her yeah. son moved into the yeah the crib. Eddie, um, Lord, Judy, and, the and it was in Chicago. And it yep. was in Chicago. It was. I was, um, you know, you could go on. I was Googling. I, they tore the house down. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd it be crazy because you'd be thinking they really be shooting in them places, but they don't. That shit be in Hollywood. In Hollywood. I didn't know on that. Set. I didn't yeah. know it was supposed to be set in Chicago until way after. If I did, I probably wouldn't have liked the show as much because, you know, at <laughs> least. You didn't see it in the beginning of the uh the the beginning of the show when the intro. That didn't look like no neighborhood I've been in. No, but you know, like they they show it um like oh like a drone over the lake or yeah over the lake and you could tell that in Chicago. I was a shorty. I hadn't even seen. You know what I mean? I probably hadn't even been downtown yet. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But yeah, so. I feel like this was another one. And the thing is, I don't want to take away from these shows because I feel like there's, and we're going to get into some of yeah. them. There's a lot of shows that had like these broken homes and had all of these different issues, especially even before then. Like you look at uh, shows like Good Times, like, yeah. you know, that yeah. was that was a whole different type of show, and they had all the struggles, like yeah. every, everything. <laughs> said, hey, say that was that that was more our reality than the Cosby Show. We it really it looked like home. Yeah, if we keeping it a buck. But you know what though? Even with that, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more. What I liked about the '80s and '90s, as far as movies and TV shows, it was a balance. You know, it was it was those struggle movies and struggle TV shows, but then. There were TV shows that showed black people in prominent positions and movies that show black people in prominent positions. Now it just seemed lopsided. Like they all they want to show is our struggle. And that's another reason why I love the 90s so much, because you can see things from both sides and understand, like, we are not monolithic people. We come from 
different backgrounds, different uh, um, areas, and you could see that across the board. Now it's just like, damn, are we all slaves? We all drug dealers? We all struggling trying to make it? Like that's not that's that's not that's not reality for a, a lot of us, but that's what I love about it. But yeah, let's get back to. Yeah, I, I I I like the show coming up. Um, I think when we talk when we talk about when we talk about the parents and the way that they kind of interacted with the kids, um, it it wasn't as strong. Like I feel like some days you saw like Carl in a bad mood, you know? Yeah. Like, and I think Harriet was like a housewife. I don't think she. Yeah, she was. I mean, I remember one point she was she went out looking for a job. She was unemployed. Oh, I forgot the episode. I was just watching it maybe a couple of weeks ago. But she went and she and she actually got hired for the job. And she was like, no, but it was because she was black or something like that. Yeah, you know, but it was, it was something like that. But yeah, she she eventually turned into, if I'm mistaken, into a housewife. And Carl was the one out there. The breadwinner. The breadwinner. Yeah. Making that money. Yeah. I, I like them because just going from my own circumstances, like it didn't seem like they was ever going kick their kids out like you know a lot of shows it's like you get grown and then you get out on there on your own yeah yeah nah, them, nah. I, I promise you them niggas like damn they're 30 yeah but when one thing about carl he was oh he was overly patient he was patient sometimes he like you said he'll go off but he was patient i mean you you think you're dealing with three kids and then you got urkel slithering through obnoxiously whenever he wanted to not even knocking on the door and even though he irritated carl carl still had patience with steve now i think he rocked with him i think that he understood like kind of what the little boy was going through because like yeah over his house every day every but day trying to get the, at his daughter uh, yeah but you don't, <laughs> worry, you don't worry about that but then i feel like all of the all of the stress that the kids gave him yeah, like Steve had like a, I don't. Well, I guess you might be right, but it's just that because of the show, Steve fuck ups would be like extreme fuck ups, and like you get <laughs> this, this man like like the volcano blowing out of this man's head, like he would just get so get so frustrated with him. Hey man, Carl Winslow kicked off that therapy stuff because it was the one episode where um Steve was annoying him, and he was like, "My therapist told me to do this was when you make me mad." Three, two, one, I one, two, that. three. What the heck is bothering me? <laughs> it used to be getting on his nerves, but, but yeah, man, I, man, I, I, I really like, I really like Carl, man. Um, of maybe he in my top three for TV show dads, and I, I don't know if you're gonna bring up my favorite one, but it's a sleeper. It's a sleeper. If we just talking about the the dad, but well, it, it, the dad and the wife, but yeah, that's that that that's my thoughts on um on family matters um and, and their their parenting style. And I mean, Harriet wasn't really a memorable character. I agree. Me. I was just I was just um, thinking about that. You know, she she didn't really have any standout qualities. It was just like she was just a normal parent. Yeah, you know, it, it it was nothing about her, you know. The, the the most memorable things about her is when she would come down the stairs, dress just looking super trash, 
and they would just the crowd, the audience would just go crazy. Ooh, it's like, do you see what she got on? She she tried. She, tried. she was she trash. Tried. I said not the way that she looked, but what she had on. The clothes, the wig. It was just it was trash. Let's keep it a buck. Yeah. She wasn't the MILF. I'll tell you that much. I would I wouldn't I wouldn't have beat. But um I will say that uh I, I remember one of my I don't know if it was one of my favorite Family Matter shows, but one of the most memorable ones were was um when damn, what was what was the son name? I remember Laura, what Ed, was the son? Eddie. Ed, yeah, Eddie. Eddie was Eddie had joined the police force, right? So this is like later on in the series. Yeah. And she was super <laughs> overprotective of him, like to the point where she went to yeah. the to the whoever the staff sergeant was or whatever and like had him transferred off his position to like a, a ticket cop and Carl had to like sit her down and tell her like nah that that, that boy's a man like you need yeah. to let him live his life and that was one thing that I, I saw and I thought was like real admirable because like as parents yeah. you're supposed to have this united front yeah. but as a father you know what it is to I'm not a father but you know yeah. you know what it is to like be a man and it's like yeah. you, you're stripping him of that right now so I, I, I fuck with him because of that yeah, man. And you know what? I also did you, I, I was gonna ask you, did you uh remember the episode when um when Carl almost died in a car accident? No, you got uh yeah, it was one episode when he almost died in a car car accident and Steve saved his life. And I mean, I guess it was kind of one of them things where is Carl's character really what it is? Is it is his qualities as a father really shining? without steve you know what dynamic because let's let's take steve out of the equation how are we really looking at carl as a parent not that he was a bad parent or he would have been a bad parent but i think that kind of that yin and yang it just made you realize just how patient he was as a father because of steve urkel and the way that they kind of intertwined you know his relationship with Steve, Steve's relationship with um, his kids. I just think it just, it, it, that's what made the show dynamic. But you take Steve out of that show, man, come on, man. Like, I feel like he's super generic. Yeah, I think yeah, he's, like, exactly. he's generic like the way that Harriet is. I think that when we, like we're talking about parents and he wasn't Steve's parent, but I think that the lessons that sh- that the show was showing was, parent-like was him. him. And it was towards Steve because of, because of uh, Steve's proximity to his family. Exactly. Yep, I agree. So, yeah, that's that on that one. Where we at now? So let's let's go from some like I mean, pretty uh, run of the mill parents to I think some of the best. <laughs> so, some, the some of the yeah, come on, some of go the ahead. best. Um, first Prince of Bella. Man, we could. This could have been. That could have been one episode in itself. We can we can talk about Fresh Prince of Bel Air as a show, but I mean we're just talking about parents right now. I feel yeah. that more than any other show, I felt and maybe because of what type of show it was and like the different topics that they covered, yeah. I thought that Uncle Phil was the best dad. Like I, besides I feel like once he warmed up to Will, like in the beginning it was trash. I wrote a oh, yeah, yeah. about <laughs> how when Will first came, like he was like, Oh yeah, basically just be Carlton. Like, nah, yeah. that, ain't, that ain't what his life was. But once he warmed up to him, like I remember that scene, you know, the scene that everybody knows when Will's dad left. Yeah. Like, I can't watch that till today. Like without uh, it came on the other day. It came on the other day. And I was like, and you know what? The crazy part about it is I had it on mute and I still felt 
the power in that scene. I feel like oh, it had to be real. I, man, I mean, it, it it probably came from a real place. If that, anything, that, my nigga, that hug was real when he when he yeah. hugged him and then that hat came off. He threw that yeah. hat off to the side. I was like, that yeah. nigga, why you don't that. want me? But yeah, but honestly, I'm gonna defend Uncle Phil on the beginning stages of the relationship with Will because you got to realize Will was totally different from what they were used to. Will was somebody that Uncle Phil would put in jail for the things that he did or would, you know, put on probation, whatever. Will came in and he kind of disrupted what they had as a family. He come in, he's he's unpolished. He's just not what they are used to. So, of course, there's an adjustment period that comes with that. And Uncle Phil was a, a, a by the books type of person. He he wasn't fun initially. We're talking initially when he had the mustache and the hair. Yeah, he, he wasn't fun. He wasn't cool. He wasn't hip. It was go to school, come home, let's be a family. We rich. And you got Will Smith, you know, coming in there and just disrupting everybody. He 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 messing with um Carlton. He's an, an influence on on Ashley. So you got to understand why he was the way that he was. And like you said, he was trying to make him be somebody that he wasn't, which was Carlton. But I also, because where I would fight back on that is that Will wasn't unfamiliar to him. Like if you look, it was one episode where they had a friend that came into town and they was friends since they both were like younger and in college or whatever. And it came out that like, Uncle Phil was rebellious as a shorty and he yeah. was out there doing stuff that could have got himself arrested. But then so remember when, you but then you remember when they got into it, he was saying how that's not, you know, that th- that's not who he, he that's not who he is. So he was he, he was trying to escape that. He didn't but, I don't think he wanted to remember that side of him. He was like, well, this is the way that you do it because he was saying he was rebellious and they were starting all of this trouble. But then he was like, he told the woman, I forgot her name, but he told her, I donate money. I do this. I do that. You could do it this way. You could do it. You could do it the right quote unquote, the right way. And that's how he wanted will to be do it the quote unquote right way. Do it by the book. But that's that's my point, though, is that it's not that he was unfamiliar or like he didn't know how to handle that. It's that he Uh, was trying to avoid what he was. And it's like if you've been through that and you know where he came from, like, you know, like that he didn't come from this this life that you have. I feel like there should have been a little more patience given. Um, I mean, but actually in the show, I feel like he he learned something about Will even at the end of the show. Like when Will was playing the piano, he uh, he kind of had came back in the room and seen it and then like oh like i think yeah. like oh there's something there you know like he's not just yeah. whatever that persona is that he put on um but, okay but let's oh go ahead go ahead no i was gonna say but even when when will was getting scholarships for basketball you could you could see the change in in, in uncle phil you know uncle phil all he ever wanted will to do again was do it the right way stay out of trouble go to school go to college whatever and that's i think that's when 
honestly, I'm trying to think like what was that exact moment because I'm, I'm I got a lot circulating in my head. But when was the exact moment that when everything you when the change came? Because the, even the, the dad thing that happened kind of later, a little later before oh, they changed it. the set. Before yeah. they changed the set, because uh, that's that's when. But we ain't but, even. But we didn't even get into. I know maybe you was about to get into it. The moms. Yes, uh, okay. that's that's what I, when I was about to hit that transition. Go ahead. Yes. So now, now it's like the tale of the tale of two two women, right? Because you had <laughs> you had dark skin and Viv, Janet, and then you had light skin and Viv. Yep. For the show, I don't know what they what was going on behind the scenes. Yeah. For the show, no. though, <laughs> I rocked with dark skin and she Viv. was powerful when she, she was when dynamic. she went that police station that was telling them police officers off. I, I was with her, like yes, exactly. Yeah. Like when Carlton was sitting up. No, I think that I think she was. I can't remember who she was having a conversation with, but like she was the she was the type of woman, just like no, you you ain't doing this to my son, yeah, or, or my even, nephew. Like we gonna get y'all together. Even when Will had him in Compton, and she when when Will had Carlton in Compton, and because he bet him he couldn't spend the weekend there. Yeah. And how she came through, I mean, and she came, she came to that apartment. She came powerful, but then you could still see the nurturing of her because she's like, man, y'all clean this place up. I'll do better for yourself. And that's what I love about her. The the other one, the other Envib, she would have just, she would have been like a Harriet to me. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. She was Harriet. Yeah. But. But Harriet 2.0, yep. Dark skin Anvil, she she had it. Like she she just had it. Like her her presence in that show. I have no like I, I can understand something going on and you change the actress, but they yeah. changed the character. Like yeah. if that wasn't they didn't write her the same without you know. And but I but you couldn't know. I don't that. think you. But I don't think you you could. I don't think you could make that you know unveil the new one like the old one. I mean, just even the way they carry itself, the way that they they look, it was so different. I couldn't even see the new Aunt Viv trying to be like the old Aunt Viv. It, I, I don't think it would have came. It would have came off right. I just think the 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 other Aunt Viv, like she really like she reminded me of my mom when I was young. Like she she didn't play. Like she would curse anybody out. She would go anywhere and be like, look. This some bullshit. Y'all not about to do this to my kids. And that's why I could relate to her, not only by the way that she looked, but the way that she talked, the way that she walked, her presence when she walked into a scene. You could just tell, man. And and maybe they did that on purpose. Maybe she was too dominant in the scenes that she was in. Maybe you just never know. Like, probably told her ass to tone it down some. And she was like, nah. You ain't need to tone that down. Like, that was... If they had, had, I can't remember how many seasons of Fresh Prince it was, but like I, I, I liked her. Like I wanted that one. Like I yeah. needed that. Like that strong black woman. Yeah. Like it, it, it did. Okay, something. now let's keep it a buck. Now, if I think about, I say how she remind me of my mom's. My, I, my mom's used to get on my nerves when I was a kid because we would, her and my grandma, we would be anywhere, and they'll just if somebody looked at us wrong, she would just go bananas. And that stuff used to be irritating me. I'm just saying when I was a kid, you know how you get I needed that, embarrassed as a kid. Yeah, I needed that in my life for like the television show. Like I wouldn't have wanted oh, okay. her as, a, as oh. a, but actually, <laughs> but 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 at the same time though, um 
Yeah. When in the beginning, when Uncle Phil had issues with Will, she was the one who was like, yeah, You've been there. You like she was the one who was sticking up for him. And the True. things that I liked about her and like the dynamic between them is that while she was sticking up for Will, like she would talk to her husband about it. Like she yeah. wasn't like putting him out there in front of the kids, which yeah. Kind of, when I think about what a marriage and being parents are, yeah. it's that type of relationship. Like if if you disagree with me, come holler at me. Like don't right. do that in front of the kids and exactly together. You want to hear something ironic? So we saying we talking about how they replaced Darcy and. Unveiled with light skin, unveiled, and then we call it the light skin unveiled Harriet. You know, they replaced Harriet Winslow on the last season of Family Matters, and they went from a dark skin to, I guess, a more lighter brown skin because the woman that played the new Harriet was Martin's mother. I mean, Gina's mother on Martin. Uh, I didn't know how crazy that is. The thing is, and it was trash though, so yeah, this ain't got nothing to do with that. But this don't have nothing to do with the parents, but. Laura, I couldn't watch Family Matters. Like I watched it occasionally, but I couldn't watch it after like the Stefan thing came because they started doing some weird stuff. Plus, I didn't. <laughs> Laura was a, she was a terrible person, and yeah, like, she was. I, like she no turn into Stefan. Like girl, this man been chasing you for like twelve years. Now all of a sudden, he got a machine, and you want him to? Yeah, this is for the cool. He came out with the baggy white suit. This is for the cool. Man, that's too funny. I wonder what happened to Judy, though. She went up there to that basement to upstairs, and she never came back and turned into a porn <laughs> star. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but you heard that whole backstory that they were trying to get the... Uh, was that the one who was trying to get the spinoff show? Uh, I'm not even sure. I didn't hear yeah. that. But that, one, of the, one of the characters was trying to get a uh, spinoff show, and that's where the beef came in because like the, the uh, network wasn't trying to... They weren't moving fast enough, or they weren't trying to do it. And right. so, like, it was beef between the two parties. But Man, you know what's crazy, man? It seemed like um, Fresh Prince lasted longer than six seasons. Yeah, it really did. It, it was, yeah, like, I think uh, Jack, uh, ooh, Ashley was seemed like she was almost grown by the end of it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's the, yeah, man. And she we, was a baby in the beginning. Yeah, man, we're going we to get more into that, though. Yeah, but, that, yeah, that definitely could be a whole thing. But moving on, we got... um. Next, I got Moesha, and I thought... That oh, shit. Frank. I thought was dope, right? Because you had Frank and D. Mitchell. Yeah. Um, And I just figured this out. I Because for some reason in my brain, I thought that D was uh, Miles' mama, but not Moesha's. But it turns out that, like, uh, D was the stepmom to both Moesha and Miles. Uh, they were both Frank's children from a previous marriage. So this is kind of like a kind of like a, a blended family. Um, I think... I, I actually, I didn't, I didn't care for Frank. I didn't care. I didn't care for any of it. I feel like maybe it's because yeah. of the, the age range that the kids was at. Yeah. But like Moesha was doing a bunch of shit that she was, when Q came She was came a handful. In, she was a handful for, for sure. She got Fredro Stop in there. Back the fuck up. That nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and this nigga coming, coming over here fucking with your daughter. Like what's going on, my guy? Man, you know what? I'm going to keep it a buck. I didn't really watch moesha that much um you know i it, it really wasn't a show that i would when i was younger that i would look at as something that i would relate to because it was more dominant on the life of a teenage girl so it kind of swayed me in other directions um you know i, I i've seen episodes and i do know about dorian eventually being his son and not his nephew 
And honestly, I mean, that's the I, I, we talk about stuff that's you know realistic. You know how realistic is that? Yeah, he he be, he beat his his wife's sister. Psh, man, man, Aunt Harriet came over there and just spilled all the beans. I told everything. Like how that... you don't tell? Like how you don't tell her not to say nothing? Like he was being reckless because it's like if 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 they both know you're supposed to be like well, keep it on the low right now. I'll eventually tell him. But one, I like I don't even know how. The thing is. Yeah, it was reckless, but he was shady like that. I mean, and first of all, Moesha is out here with a whole brother that she ain't know about. Like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you can say, like, oh, girl shouldn't have said nothing, but like, yeah, she, no, they should have known from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, true, true. I mean, she, she, I mean, they, everybody had a right to be upset, but I'm saying for Frank's case, it's like if I'm not ready to tell somebody something, but I know people around know. I'm going to make sure I loop them in that, okay, Dorian is staying here. Can you keep it on the low right now until I figure out how I want to tell everybody about this situation? And I feel you, but them niggas was grown. But them niggas was grown. Like, you, that's like, when you going to wait till they 30? Yeah, true. But Dorian was, he he was, he was, he was, he was wild too. But, he he deserved to be wild, like he because his his whole life was a lie. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like you you had to think about it, right? Because I've had like similar instances, not the same ex- experience, but I had similar things like in my family. Yeah. And it's like, for you look at one kid who was raised by the parent, and then look at another kid who yeah. wasn't raised by the parent, and you can tell like the kid who <laughs> wasn't raised by the parent. Yeah. It it's always something there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I that's kinda, true. Cause I experienced it more than once in my family. It's yeah. like I could see it, and it kind of made sense to me for him to be. Cause even if they, even if he was under the impression that Frank wasn't his daddy, like that some right. other guy was his daddy, like people treat like even a mama is gonna be a little different. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's gonna be something there. You always gonna know it. Yeah. And it's like uh, if the rest of the family knew it too, like the older generation knew it, like yeah. you go to go to Thanksgiving dinner and people, you know what I'm saying? People looking like, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, you got a point. I, I really don't have a comeback or a rebuttal for that. I mean, I will say, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I, I think I'm I'm different when it comes to stuff like that. So I'll just loop in like my, my personal life with my dad. I never met him or anything like that, you know, and sometimes I think I, I overly expect people to be understanding like I am. So I never met my dad. But if he called me today. And was like, I want to meet you. I've never met him. I only talked to him once. He's like, I want to meet you. Let's let's go out to have drinks or something. I'm gonna be like, let's get it. I was like, let's 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 get it because I maybe because I became something or I turned myself into something. So I'm trying to put myself in Dorian's shoes, and I'm like, okay, yeah, he didn't tell me he was his father, but. I do see the attempts of him trying to love me and trying to be there for me and trying to be a structure around my life. And Dorian wasn't trying to hear none of that. He was, he was, he, he was, he was done when he found out. Well, that's just, that's just how I look at it. No, I, feel you. I mean, it's just that different people. They, yeah, no, uh, for sure. For sure. For sure. 
For sure. And you got to think about whatever life events, like if his mama mm-hmm. was struggling, let's yeah. say his mama was struggling and you sitting over here with this happy family and this nice house in this suburb. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, no, nah, that's true. That's true. Because he probably experienced some stuff that he didn't he didn't have to, especially if Frank knew. Because at the first sign of there was a struggle, he should have grabbed him and been like, Come on, let's go. I'm not gonna let you let you let you live through this. So exactly. I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. Yeah, so uh but yeah, so we're gonna go from there. That that kind of blended family with us. And as far as D was concerned, I don't you know what I'm noticing is that they, there's not a lot of strong female roles because D wasn't that strong. I mean, and I think it was an era thing. Like let's 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 keep it a real. Let's keep it a buck. I think it was just the era of the '90s because in the '90s it was more. It was transitioning more. It was starting to transition out of the the man of the house, the stern, assertive guy, and the woman. It's kind of docile, don't really say much. And I'm just saying in the 90s. And that's why I think, you know what? Let's let's keep let's look at Fresh Prince as a perfect example. Dark skin unviv kind of broke that mold, this powerful black woman. And then I think that became a problem outside of the show. And it was like tone it down. So they snatch her out and bring light skin unviv in. She wasn't as powerful. And you so think you about all for that. Yeah, like I think that was that's how they wanted to depict the black family. Is the man is the power is, is dominant and the woman is just kind of I'm gonna peek over the shoulder, I'll say stuff when I need to. And that's unfortunate because that's not really how it works in a black family. But back then well shit, let me shut up because I don't either. But yeah, or I <laughs> you know, yeah. But yeah, so I, I I think that that may have been a part of it. I that wouldn't fly now, but back then, you just think about a lot of the stuff that happened in the nineties and how it was. It won't happen now. Crazy so, times. Yep. Oh. But so so okay, so we talk about that, but let's flip to I feel a completely different uh, female dynamic as a parent. Um, sister, sister. Hmm. I, How'd you feel about that? Because I feel like, okay, and so this, when we, because we talked about the last one being, it wasn't really a blended family, it was just a stepmom. This was a crazy, like, you know what I'm saying, situation with these people. It was two sisters, twins, that were separated at birth, were both yeah. adopted by different people, and then the people came together for the sake of the daughters and ended up living in the same house. Yeah. So that's a whole whole different type of thing, but um, for I, I'm I have no clue. I'm not gonna try to separate names and because I have no clue what the, the the difference between the two of them, right? But I say that the woman, the mother, yeah, um, she 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 wasn't no sit back type of person, which no. she probably could have been because she was a single mother until she was with. Like till they till they moved to I mean I guess she was still a single mother. Yeah, I, I mean, but looking at um the, the father's his um his his character, he he was kind of a pushover. He was kind of a pushover. He had his moments where he would be assertive and chill, but it'll come out. It'll come out with him being a pushover and letting them do whatever he wanted to do and plus he was goofy he was kind of goofy too and when you like that as a father i think 
I, I feel like kids will run over you because it's like, are you my parent? Are you my dad? Are you my friend? And that's kind of the dynamic that was come. Maybe it was some guilt there or something. But who knows? Or they tried to portray it. But I think, I you know what I'm thinking? Is this, does this have kind of the same, like the reverse of family matters as far as the parents? I think, well, from what I took from it at the time, and this was, this was just me as a shorty, like drawing on my own personal experiences. I've known my father to be a lot softer towards my sister than he was to me. So when I saw, see the father acting or interacting with his daughter that way, in my head is just like, that's what, that's how daddies do their daughters. Like they just softer towards their daughters than they would be. Yeah. Towards their daughters. Yeah. No, for sure. And then. You got what? Roger. See, because then that's what I'm thinking about the Roger and the, the Urkel. It's kind of it's kind of when they. Same. I don't know. As a as a as a, I'm not a father. I got I got little sisters though, right? So, my little sisters, if like some some nigga that I thought like had a chance of beating was coming around, like I'm I'm yeah. stepping right in the middle of that. But yeah. if it's some little corny ass nigga, I'm like, I ain't worried about this little nigga. Like, I'm gonna keep my eye, but I ain't really worried about but, this little nigga. Yeah, I yeah, I guess because it's they never really showed him or the the, the, the sisters, T and Tamara never made it seem like they was feeling him or anything like that. So I guess it's just like, man, this is just the next door neighbor with a little boy school crush. So homie was yeah. homie was like three foot and a half, like you know what I'm saying? Like they yeah. were like over him, yeah, he just nah. didn't look like a threat. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Damn, that man. Please don't go. Stay right by. Damn, he grew up to let your panties hit the floor right now. Yeah, it crazy. seems like you're ready. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh I mean with that one, I think that the I think that the mother, I think that she 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 had like the right idea. Like she was, uh, she seemed a lot more involved in that. But I also do think that that that's that gender thing. Like you know, what I mean, as a father, it's like if my child, if I got a girl, she want to go to Chile. If she want to be a cheerleader, I'm how active am I really gonna be in my yeah. daughter's cheerleading life? You know what I mean? Yeah, other than taking her, picking her up, and taking her to practice, but you know, I ain't really, not really trying to be sitting there watching her do backflips and get tossed in the air. But yeah, that's a whole thing though, because like if you think about it, like girls like to do girl shit. If you a yeah. father with a, just a daughter, like are you like it's it's gonna be creepy kind of if you yeah. even sit there because yeah. like are you sitting at this <laughs> ballet at ballet practice watching all these little girls stretch like yeah. this shit weird too. Hey man, chill. No, see because then they it it, it never mind, never mind. Move. Let's go man. to the next family. All right, yeah, let's man, go to the next family. Yeah. All right, so um. I had this one. I don't know how much of this you saw, uh, how much of the show you saw, um, but I, I was watching it. You know, I got extreme channels. Um, smart guy. How, how did you get into that? No, nah, I didn't get into smart guy. That wasn't right. that wasn't mine. Well, let me just uh, really quickly. Go ahead. No, you still supposed to be able to talk yourself. So you know what? You got to give me my credit though, right? Because. I didn't know what TV shows you was going to talk about. Definitely. And I still came in and talked my talk. But then when I we do the R&B thing, you don't know. Oh, come on. Bye, listen, bye, listen, bye. listen. No, just give me my props. No, give you me got my props. And I've get, hold on, because I've given them to you 
on previous episodes, where I was like, "You good at that?" Like, but I'm not, so I take my notes. But oh, you okay. see, like, I got when you. I know ahead of time, I always nah, have you my notes. Through, nah, you, yeah, nah, you, 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 you doing your thing right now. You doing yeah. your thing, all right? But so I just thought to throw that out there. No, you, you do, you, uh, you be coming through with your stuff, but actually, but whatever. But yeah, you got it. But uh, smart guy. It's a single father named Floyd Henderson. Um, he owns his own business. He's doing decent. He has uh, a ten year old. That's in high school. Shorty went straight from like fourth grade to a, a freshman, like just a little boy genius or whatever. Um, he had four kids. He's dealing with all this stuff by himself. His wife died suddenly. Like she didn't just pick up and leave. Okay. But, you know what I'm saying? Like his wife died suddenly. Um, he, he, he didn't seem overwhelmed necessarily, but he wasn't as strict as you would think. Like a father of four he had three boys and uh he had three boys and a girl right and it's like the he kind of let them do what they wanted you know what i'm saying like he would try to put some restrictions on them but for the most part it was like he was letting them live their life and then right. like, try to teach them a lesson afterwards and i mean i know that's how shows are set up because they have to go through the fucked up shit and then get yeah. the lesson at the end for the show to work yeah yeah but, yeah but it just it, it seemed like he was a little too a little too lenient with his kids like he had one kid that was like failing like classes and he wasn't really on them like that like he was trying to get the little genius brother to tutor his son stuff like that whatever yeah i don't have i've man i vaguely remember episodes of smart guys it on netflix because i definitely probably need to it's catch on disney up plus, my on disney plus okay um yeah i got that so I, I, all I, I see i need to i need to turn that <laughs> on and catch a, a few episodes but yeah I, I never i didn't get into I didn't get in the smart guy, so uh, it's all good. We we can we can move on to the next one. So, Damn, next, how many I, you got? I come prepared. Like we can we can we we can stop whenever you're ready. Okay, well let me just get this let me get this one off. Uh, and then we can we can we can we can wrap it up. Um, but the Jamie Foxx show and the reason why oh, I picked God. it. No, I mean it was a, it was an auntie and uncle. Yeah. But they still played that role though. And it was a little different because Jamie was an adult, but he was still going through. I mean, we got parents. I got a parent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I still talk to my mom like when I'm going through some stuff. Like my father, he's true he, when he was here. And I'm just so that's like a different dynamic dealing with a grown child and dealing with grown issues than you know what I'm saying, like all the other ones we were talking about, actual children that they were dealing with. Right. No, I I mean, I guess now that I think about it, if you want to that dynamic, if you want to put it like that, then man, shit, they was great. They would be quote unquote great parents. How man, like man, you could tell just how much they loved Jamie. Like they, like, he came and damn that ruined everything, but it was still always they were supportive and they never really came down on him, but more so. These are lessons that you need to learn from and don't let it happen again. And then they was always supportive of his endeavors. That's one thing that I love about Mr. And Mrs. King. They were always supportive when he was trying to, you know, doing his acting thing, his singing thing, all of that. It was always go do your thing. And I got you. You right. You right. And one of the reasons why I picked it is because. The other, the other, uh, the other scenarios is all little, little kids, whatever. But like when I looked at this dynamic that they had, yeah, I liked that. Like I would have wanted that for myself because the uncle, um, I gotta, I, 
um uh uncle junior junior right yeah yeah he like the relationship that him and jamie had was just like a real cool relationship like yeah it was like homies but he would like teach him lessons as yep. well yeah. and then um and then uh auntie helen like she kind of she was very motherly like she wanted to like take care of him make sure that he was all right yeah so when i was looking at that i was just like yo that's dope but like, he could go to his uncle and talk to him yeah they could chop it up but if he was really feeling down, like he could go to Aunt Helen and she would, you know what I'm saying? Like she would try to cheer him up. She would be very warm and endearing towards him. Like I, 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 I fuck with it. I, you know what? And I think about it. I think it that's a great concept to have that somebody should probably create like this 30 year old guy who's still staying with his parents trying to figure things out. And and this might be a little bit off, but it just makes me think of how we view that in our community because we feel like after we turn a certain age, we should move from home. And I just think that's probably one of the biggest failures of our people when it comes to the parent and child household that we feel like we need to go out and be on our own when we graduate from high school. Or when we soon as we get out of college, when I don't even think the the world the system is built for us to even be able to 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 function or be able to survive doing that. And I think we make ourselves believe we should do that just for the look. Because imagine you meet somebody and they where you stay at. You know, you tell them you stay at home, you feel embarrassed or something when you shouldn't feel embarrassed. I was like, shit, I got extra money for us to go out to eat. And truthfully, um, the way that the way that the economy and society is right yeah. now, it would make way more sense to. And I mean, this coming from somebody who like I stayed home a long time. We ain't going to get into all that. Ain't nothing but, wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I still I still feel those same like what we was just talking about. I still yeah. feel that way. Like yeah. I, I was embarrassed to do it. Like I've made some poor decisions yeah. um, trying to get out of the house because it was like I. I was too old to be at home. Oh, let me tell you something. When me and my brother first got our first checks, he was working um, for a call center for uh, AIU, American Intercontinental University, as one of those counselors or admissions advisors. And I was working for the Boys and Girls Club part-time. Oh, this is when I was working for the Boys and Girls Club. This was before you got there. I was working part-time, making probably $10 an hour, whatever. But when we got our first checks, our first checks, we moved out. And we were struggling. And you remember you came to my crib that time in the high rise? We were standing in a one-bedroom apartment. He had the room, and I was sleeping in a corner on a pallet. Right, we couldn't save up a couple checks to get a two-bedroom, but we was we wanted to say we got our own apartment in Hyde Park by the lake. And Yo, it was just nice dumb. Huh? It was still a nice-ass apartment. Oh, no, it was definitely nice. I mean, you get a breezy to come through, throw on some R&B, look out the window and see the waves hitting the rocks. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but it was dumb, though. It was it was dumb. It was just, it wasn't smart. It was, that's not smart money. You know, but that's, that's, that's how we, as a community, as a people, that's what we do. It's like, we're trying to get out the house, man. You could have saved. We could, you know, we could have deal with that extra $1,200 a month. If I was trying to lay up shit, let's just go to the telly for a couple nights. Words, you could have. Yeah. Listen, because I, when, I, uh, when I first moved out here, yeah. um, I was with I was at my grandma's crib for a minute just till I found me an apartment. Yeah. Do you know 
like and one it wasn't like a good thing because it wasn't like i was you know i wasn't trying to bring nobody back to grandma house and then like that she knows he's here yeah but at the same time there's a lot that you could do there's a lot that you could go traveling man you could do a lot saving that extra two thousand dollars a month or whatever your rent would be you could do a lot with that i mean we talking about nice dinners if we say, "Oh, you tonight, let's go stay at a, a five star hotel or something." I mean, and this is talking about, and this is on, man. on top of like I'm I'm helping my grandma, yeah, like, I'm helping my grandma with the rent, and I'm paying the cable bill. So it's like not that I'm there for free, like I'm contributing, yeah. but I got so much money left over to do whatever you want. But yeah, whatever would, reason, we'll look at that and be like, "Oh, this nigga poor, this nigga homeless." But Look, shit, I don't I care. Was over there out. I could have, I could have, I could have, I could have had chains, watches, yeah. all that. Look, I went from I looked <laughs> when, during that during that like eight, six, 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 seven month period or whatever I was there. Mm-hmm. I went from like ten pairs of gym shoes to like almost seventy. Like, Look at that. I mean, and and that wasn't even like, and it wasn't even like I was splurging crazy because like I still had money. Like I was putting, uh, I was putting up probably like. Five hundred dollars, uh, five hundred dollars uh, a month into my savings. You know, like actually doing some stuff, and we're still able to go out and eat, help out, whatever. Like every time me and my grandma went to the grocery store, I'm paying for her groceries. Yeah, like you know, you just it was just so much more that you could do. So, now I'm at home. That be because those are questions that people don't ask. It's like, okay, you stay at home with your parents. Okay, are you? What are you doing? Why? Like, why are you there? Instead of it looking at it as, oh, you poor, or you can't do this, you can't do that, I would just be like, okay, what's the situation? You know, your your, your moms could be sick, whatever, and people don't look at it like that. You know, they just feel like because somebody got their own, their own spot that they live in this luxury life. But I could tell you the person that's living on their own versus the person that's staying at home, shit, I got more money in my pocket. You want to eat ramen noodles? And and, and and sleep over somebody's house, or you want to go eat gr- good steaks and stay at a five hour five star hotel? <laughs> Come on, man, be smart, be smart, and we could do this. We could do this. At, we could do it every other week. Build up that anticipation and that excitement. But people don't look. They don't look look at it like that. So, look, I ain't I ain't trying to be uh, eating ramen noodles and you got you a one bedroom. I'm trying. I feel like society's kind of changed, you know. I feel like uh, the generation after us. I yeah. feel like we were the last generation like yeah, that. Yeah, no, like no, for sure. After us, yeah, they, they, they get it. Spending more time at home. Yeah, yeah, they they get it. Time. They get it. They get it. But yeah, our generation, like, we we missed that boat because yeah. I just wonder where I, what, what situation I would be in. But back to what we was talking about the oh, yeah. the, the the parent that or parents that my favorite '90s TV show parents was from the Parenthood. I have it on my list. You know what I mean? You was cutting me short. I got the only other... I had two more. I had The Parenthood and I had Wayne's Brothers. All right. Well, talk to me, man. Talk to me. The thing is, The Parenthood, I didn't... I wasn't... That wasn't my show. Like, probably... Like, how Moesha wasn't your show. Yeah. I used to watch Moesha with my little sister, by the way. But The Parenthood, I never really got into that. Damn, you didn't? Nah, you know what I did get into though, and this wasn't on my list, but I, I'm making another list for some other stuff. Go it's ahead. my brother and me. I, I, I really fucked. Oh that. shit, goo punch, goo yeah, punch, <laughs> yeah. Oh, now nah, we gonna have to. You know what? I say since we reaching the hour, I say yeah. we could cut this and then we could do this again. We gonna we gotta go get more in depth with the parenthood 
because we hitting the hour and I, we got to save some time because, I mean, I we only get a certain amount of time each month and I don't want to run up the time. So we're going to do that. And we definitely got to get into my brother and me because I fucked with goo. Goo punch. All right. Now, goo punch. I loved it, man. I, loved I it, bet. Man. So, yeah, this, we'll, we'll do this as a part one. We'll come back with a part two. Yes, uh, and let's let the people know that we are going to be more frequent on these. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. Before a week now. They be so. pulling up on me like, damn, ain't no podcast. But, man, look, when we're going to have to because this weather is about to break. And them people, people they going to be in a crib, dog. Ain't no if, if, uh, restaurants only <clears throat> 25% capacity. You ain't going nowhere. You're going to be in the house looking for stuff to watch, stuff to listen to, stuff to consume. So, so we got y'all. So we either gonna be consuming, or we gonna be doing stuff so people can consume. And I'm telling you, when P quarantine came, I just was thinking like, damn, I was running out of podcasts to listen to. I was running out of stuff to binge watch, and I was like looking for something. So that's what we that, that we gotta we, we gotta be ahead gonna, of the boat. So we gonna run it up. Yes, but- sir. Thank y'all for listening. This is In Living Culture. We'll holler at y'all next time. Peace. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Good.